Welcome to the Quest Fishing Adventures podcast, chapter three. Welcome back to another Quest Fishing Adventures podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. And if you've been fishing since my last podcast, I hope you managed to put a few on the bank. Well, as you can see by the title, we, and I say we, I'm with my good friend, my good carp fishing friend, Alex. We're fishing uh, Atkins Lake again, obviously for carp. So after the back of last week's success on good old DNA's SLK, um, we managed to get a few out between us. And I must say that bait is really doing the job on this lake, really is doing the job on this lake. And if you've not listened to that podcast, I strongly recommend that you go back, give it a listen and give it a like while you're there. That'd do me a massive favour. Anyway, yeah, so it's, it's definitely doing the job down here. I'm not saying other baits won't. But um, after leaving the session, it just let, you know, left me with a few questions posed in my head, you know. And, and the main question is, is, you know, how do we get into these bigger carp? Because there's, there is some bigger carp. There is a 30. There's a there's 100% of 30 swimming around in that water. Um, and there's definitely some upper 20 swimming around. Uh, but it has, you know, it has been, well, I say recently, over the last couple of years, it has been stocked with some smaller carp. Um, and we're definitely getting plagued by them. They're, they're definitely taking the bait over the, over the bigger carp at the moment. Um, is it because... Uh, because they're, they're younger, they're they're like hungrier, so they they they've woken up out of you know it, it's, it's the start of spring now, so they've woken up over the bigger carp and they're on the feed because they've got more energy, they need more food, and you know is it because of that? Um, I don't know. You know, look at the back of the back end of last year when we was fishing this water. You know, we we was predominantly catching uh, the few sessions that we done. We, we were predominantly catching the smaller carp in here. So it has left the question of, you know, how do we target, how do we, how do we catch the bigger carp that, you know, that live in here? And it's, yet yeah, again, it's another one of these difficult waters that, you know, that I fish that, you, you know, it's, I'm not blessed with, it's not a clear water. You can't, you can't, it's not gin clear. You can't see in there and see where the carp are. Um, you know, obviously you, you're getting the movement on the top of the water, you know, when, when, they're, when they're coming out, you know, they're showing an appearance there. You know, you'll see bubbles around, but you can't see them. You can't see them in the, in the depths of the water. So it's hard. It's, it's hard to target the bigger fish and try and figure out where they are. Um, so that's, that's a big thing that's against us. Um, so how, how are we going to do it? I mean, there is a, a few questions that I ask myself, you know, is it, do we need to fish different swims? You know, possibly that's definitely a plausible i mean if you keep catching small carp in the same area maybe you do need to move to a different swim to try and you know are the bigger carp in other areas are the smaller carp in in, in you know in different areas you know are they but it, you never know but it's one of the questions that leaves us also do i need to try uh, like a different bait you know are, are these uh slks you know are the, are the little ones loving it are, are the bigger ones just they want a different bait possibly um do, uh, another thing that i thought of is do I need to fish off the spot? So where I'm baiting, where I'm putting out mainly on my bushwhacker and my, and my bait's dropping down and my, and my hook link's dropping down on top of that, do I need to fish off that? You know, is it the smaller carp are coming in and picking up all the freebies and the bait and the and the bigger carp are sitting on the outer side of it and like picking off the bait from the side? Are the bigger carp going in like, a couple of hours after the smaller carp, are the bigger carp letting the smaller carp go in and take all the food to see what's going on because they're wiser and then coming in a bit after? Is it because 
you know, we're only doing sort short sessions down there. That they're, as I said from the back of that last comment, that the carp are only coming in pretty much when we've left. And it's all these questions that you know I've gone away with thinking, you know, you know, what do I need to do different? Or, um, or, or is it a case I don't need to do anything different? You know, it's I'm left with that. So it's it's something I'm going to ponder on for the rest of the day. Um, 110 percent. It's been playing playing around my head since since the last session. Um, and I kind of make a bit of a decision when I get down there because it's all going to depend on what swims that we manage to get in. You know what I mean? So it's it's. I think a lot of it I'm gonna I'm gonna work on the back of that. So and as I said, I don't like to you know I don't like to pick a swim before I get down there. I like to see what's going on on the water. I see what to see if I can see it because you know you you will see like fish shows as I just said earlier. You know you will see fish shows and you, you kind of want to go where the fish shows are really because the whole reason why we're there is to catch the fish. So um, I don't know what swim I'm fishing in yet. Um, I will know when I'm down there. And on the back of that, I will decide on on what tactic to go where I stick with what I did last week uh, the last few times or whether, whether I change it slightly um, I think one thing that will stay the same and if you've not listened to that podcast I, I did a podcast about sharp hooks go and listen to that absolutely amazing I really do think that I think for me it's going to be a massive game changer this season for me um, I just literally basically in a nutshell sharpen your hooks yeah, and the main reason being I want it as sharp as possible I just want it to just like just to prick a carp and it's in just enough just to prick it and it just goes in the lead does its job and it goes straight into that carp's mouth i don't want to, i don't want my hooks just touching a carp and it's spooking the carp off and it's swimming away and not hooking itself that's the last thing i want and the most important part about about your whole setup is the business end at the end of the day the business end is what's going to catch you the carp your bait on it to attract it in and your hook because that's what's going to go into the fish's mouth so it has to be that has to be 110% you know absolutely 110% perfect so yeah there's a lot of questions I walked away from last week um so yeah something I'm still going to be pondering about until I get down there no doubt I'm going to be pondering the same questions after today's session but anyway we are in search of bigger carp as always down there um and then before we move on to uh Legends Lake which will be soon we will move on to that we're we're 100% there's a lot more bigger carp in there and the carp that we kind of want to target this year but Anyway, that's another story. So a quick look at the weather to see how we're doing with the weather today. Um, as I said in my last podcast, we had we had some absolutely beautiful weather. The weather really changed. It got really hot for a nice few days. Um, it definitely woke up the fish. I said about it in my pond. Uh, the fish in my pond, the carp in my pond were starting to move around. That, that, that You're seeing them now. Even though the temperature has dropped now, my fish are still moving in the pond. And as I said in my last podcast, I think... Looking at your fish in your pond, seeing how they're reacting is is a is a good gauge on like what the fish are doing out, you know, in in your lakes. You know, it gives you an idea. Um, so by the time I actually get down the lake today, which is probably going to be I know like six o'clock or something, we're looking around about eight degrees. Top temperatures today is ten degrees. That gives you an idea um, of what we're looking at. And by the time we leave, which will be around about 10 o'clock, it's going to drop to about 5 degrees. So it's definitely a lot colder. Um, it's been raining the last few days as well. So we've got a bit of rain today. Got, um, what are we looking at? 6 o'clock, we've got 58% chance that it'll be raining in my area. It's all around about 50% at the time we're going to be there. Uh, so it's, for me, it's quite good weather conditions, I feel, for carp. You know, it's overcast, you know. It's, okay, it could do with being a little bit warmer. Uh, but it is what it is. I like to think that hopefully the fish are still awake 
they've come out their slumber from from the winter and they're still on the move and they're still on the feed so i'm hoping that's still going to be the case so anyway guys that is a little bit of an update i'm sure i missed a few things that i wanted to talk about but i can pick them up later when i remember or what i typically normally do is end the segment here and so next time i see her i'll be bank side and then i come back in with another little section because there's something i want to talk about but yeah anyway i'm super buzzing for this trip as always i love my fishing so i shall see you guys bankside right first rod is out um i've gone in the swimming next to the one i went last week and had the carp out from and the reason being is the swim i was in as you know from last week's podcast i can't night fish in there so as soon as it gets dark i'm not allowed to be in there hence why i moved last week and alex is in the swim that i've gone in today so I, i've been able to i've got the, my left hand rod out and i've bushwhacked the rig right over i've got enough sections to do it it was a bit of a, an amount i can't remember i didn't actually add them up it was all of them bar one don't know how many i have now i've got a fair few uh, so i bushwhacked that out uh, exactly the same as last week slk which has been soaking up crumbled slk in with the slk liquid um pellet on top um and then a pop-up uh, slk obviously that's been soaking um uh with the rig out on that so uh, fingers crossed it's all going to happen. I think Alex has been here for about an hour, hour and a half now, and he's not had anything. So hopefully that's not a sign of like it's gone dead on here. But the rod's out. Um, I need to find a spot for the other one now. So I don't know where I'm putting the right-hand side rod. Um, but that one's out. Actually really buzzing about it. Oh, it's on an inline as well. Four ounce inline lead as well. Uh, as you guys know, I try and get away with the heaviest weight as possible. And because I'm literally fishing that tree, which is by the margins, I can drop it there without no worries that it's going to you know it's not going to pull into loads of seal it's it's about i don't know four five five foot five 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 foot there roughly five six foot there i'd say so it's gonna be absolutely fine just dropping it from the bushwhacker so i'm absolutely buzzing need to get the rod out now stop chatting lee let's do this right second rod's out now um so what we've done here is i basically had a cast around just a bare lead just have a feel around right in front of me to the other side and literally every drop was like it was like bop like that um so i feel quite confident uh, so i just picked one of the spots which was like on the where the lake sort of bends round and then bends again so i've like picked the corner there and on hope that that's going to be a route for the carp as they work their way around the lake if they do but i'm quite confident they do in most lakes to be honest with you so i've picked the corner there um and then on that i put that helicopter rig out um with obviously a soaked slk pop up and literally on this one just to try and be a little bit different from what i was talking about before um i've basically just catapulted bait like boily that's been soaking um as i said it's got some crushed boiling as well but it's all sticks together because it's got that oil on i literally just catapulted it over the area so it's given i've put like a bit of a spread round so it's the complete opposite to what i've just done on my other rod now the theory is hopefully what i said before is it or, or am i putting too much concentrated bait in one area and the, the little fish are coming in the big fish are on the outside maybe this way it might it might give the bigger carp some confidence to move in a bit closer, not knowing where the, potentially the hook bait is. I don't know, it's just a little theory, but I think it's well worth trying out. So, the time now is 20 past six. Oh yeah, mental note as well, um, I, I wrapped that one as well, and it was just under eight wraps. So that's a mental note for myself, I, if, I, if, if I am successful in this room when I come back here. So yeah, so let's see what happens there. Super buzzing, come on. Well, it's just on seven o'clock. I just put the left hand rod back out. Why? Because I just had a carp. Yes. Um, it was a nice mirror. Winter colours on it. Nice and dark. Absolutely stunning. Gave me a cracking fight. 
for a little fish, like 10, 11 pound, I'm guessing. But what a fight, honestly, it's really given me a fight. I knew it wasn't a big one, because I saw it a couple of times, but it's all about the fight in it, let's face it. The fight is what makes it, and like that really gets the buzz on. So, super buzzing, just put it out again on that spot. That spot's definitely doing me fish on SLK. Photo's definitely gone up on Instagram, so you can check it out on there. I am absolutely buzzing. Just to quickly interrupt this podcast, if you are enjoying my content and want to become a channel supporter, you can do so by clicking the link in the description. There you will be able to make a monthly contribution of as little as 99 cents a month. If you do do it, be sure to shout me out all your socials and I will follow you on there and give you a shout out in my podcast. Thank you so much. Any monies that I do make will be going back into fishing. Thank you. Oh my word. Oh my word, ladies and gents. Uh, literally, we've just finished our food. Uh, sitting on the umbrella together and Alex's rod rips off. I'm telling you, it just ripped off. So he literally just pegged over to his rod, picked it up and started playing into this fish. Um, I just took my time to just being nice and casual and cool. And then I just stood up and just like followed behind him. And as I was walking behind him, my rod ripped off. So I ran over to my rod, hooked in like, picked, picked, picked up my rod, hooked into my fish. Literally, my fish did not give me a fight at all. It literally was like, it just swam towards me, wanted to swim towards my net. So I'd netted it within like about two, like a minute, probably a minute actually, probably about a minute, I'd, I'd already hooked it. So literally just put him in the net, put him in the water, and then just quickly walk, walk next, to, next door to Alex's swim. And then he was playing this fish, and he was playing it for a while. So I walked back to my swim just to make sure my carp was all right. And then he shouted at me when he was done, <clears throat> got his fish out. Oh my word. Oh my word, what a beaut, what a beaut. It was like silver, it was like silver. Nice, nice fish. So we got it out, we weighed it, just went under 20 pound. I absolutely gutted, man. I thought that was gonna be 20, it looked, it looked 20, easy 20, but literally it was just under 20. And then Alex said, I recognize this fish. This is a fish called Patch that he called um, a, while, a while ago, so he said he's already had it before. But honestly, absolute beauty, Abs- honestly, absolute beauty. Uh, but one thing we did do, and we've not done this, like, the last time me and Alex had a double hookup um, was probably about maybe, like, seven years ago, seven, eight years ago. Uh, so we had to do, we had we had we took a double photo, and I will put that on the Instagram account for you guys to see. But honestly, how things are crazy on this lake sometimes. And what I will say is those DNA baits, oh, my word, absolutely smashing it, because Alex is using the same one as well. Absolutely smashing it. I'm completely buzzing, guys. The rods are back out. What's time now? The time is now five to eight. So we've got time left on our side. Absolute time. So fingers crossed, we're going to get another one. Alex, welcome to the podcast, mate. How you doing? Hello, Lee. I'm good, mate. How are you? Not too bad, my friend. So this is a new one for me. Um, I wanted to add in something a bit different because I talk about you a lot in my podcast and people that actually do ask about you a lot, mate. So um, I want to, I want to, and I, my plan this year was to start doing interviews with my friends and who I go fishing with, and it would just be wrong if the first one wasn't you. Yeah, let's do it. So today's not going to be an interview. I just wanted to warm us up today. I just want to ask you a question, Alex. Yeah. And the question for you is, if you could choose only one fishing setup for the rest of your life, what would that be? Well, at the moment? Or this my is my past. No, like so at the moment, so right now in time, just say someone said to you, right, you can go fishing as much as you like for your life, but you can only use one particular setup. What would it be? So what like kind of like what reel, what rod, what like, let's let's do like line, let's do bait, let's do the lot. Just to really make it it's only one whole fishing setup. Now what what would you choose? Well, my Shimano black mags are obviously staying with me for life. <laughs> They're my thing. 
Um, and my free spirit rods are nice too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've, I've got a lot of time for free spirit as well. I've got some lovely rods on the market. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously the line I've been using, the, um, oh, the new Avid camo line. Yep. Um, I use 12 pound. I don't think, I don't, I've never really snapped up on 12 pound unless it's on some real bad snag, but then you've got to give it some welly to snap that. Um, so I'm, I'm quite happy fishing the 12 pound line. If, if we're fishing somewhere a little bit more, oh, well, I'm going to stick with 12 pound then. Because mm-hmm. if I can't change, I'm going to stick with 12. I guess at least with 12 pound, um, if you you can opt down for a smaller fish if you wanted to. If you're going up with a heavier line, mm. you know, the chance that you might spook off, like, you know, if you wanted to do it. You know, remember, remember this is this is the only setup you've got for the rest of your yeah, life. Well, if, yeah, that case, I'm going 15 then. Oh, you're going to go 15 then? I'm going to have to go 15 tonight <laughs> because the camo line is very small in diameter yeah so i'm gonna go with the 15 then mm-hmm. uh i like the lead core system with a, a helicopter rig yep um and I, at the moment i'm absolutely loving the withies the withy rig yeah i've um, talked about them a lot at the moment so i've uh, i've nailed a lot of fish in the middle right in the middle crazy it's mm-hmm. just it just don't seem right sometimes it's just like all the time you're hitting them in the middle and for me i think that would be it three ounce lead what, what bait are you going with? <laughs> That's the thing, you know, we've, over the years, you know, we've chopped and changed a lot yeah, of bait. Definitely. We've had a lot of fish from a lot of different baits. So I guess you've got to go with um, gut feeling what bait, if you, so you pick one bait going forward, what would that be? What would you drive forward? Have, what would you have the confidence in that's going to catch more? I do love my fish mill. Yep. I do love my fish mill and that SLK at the moment is, is doing the business it's smashing so up isn't it? it is really smashing it up it really they, is they just seem to turn on it straight away I mean, i've got the fish in my fish tank uh, the little carp they sprinkle a little bit of that boiling in there and they go absolutely ballistic they're almost rubbing the glass you know, they see you <laughs> yeah. coming they're rubbing the glass away trying to get out they're, they're just they just love it um so yeah that would be that'd be my setup for life wow man but you know that that bait's amazing stuff and the reason why i say it like um i've looked at a lot of bait myself in the past obviously as you know that and like the price we get it for is like it's not that you know we buy it in bulk as you know you know we're buying like you know what we're buying like 10 15 kilos at a time 20 kilos at a time mm. and you think you think for the price we get it for that it'd be a shit break it's a shit uh bait because you think they must be using shit stuff in it but no. i have to say it, mm. you know it, it's it's doing wonders yeah. and it's it's definitely a part it's of my almost we've almost had a hundred percent record on it really i, I mean, would agree I've, yeah I've, I've only blanked once or twice I and mean, i haven't done a lot of fish in the last few months but before before Christmas, that SLK was really hitting it off. Mm. Like we had a hundred percent record for a good four. No, it's probably about six sessions. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and some and lumps we had as some well. Big fish. Yeah, yeah definitely. Really nice fish. So. It's definitely a bait I want to move forward with. And yeah. do you know what the thing is? I really want to try. Kind of going off subject now. I really want to try some of the other baits, but I'm scared to stop using this one just in case the other ones aren't as. Yeah, it depends where you're fishing, really, doesn't it? If you know other people are throwing a bait in a certain lake, mm-hmm. and you know and you, you, you can get hold of that bait quite easily. I think that is an edge if you can get on the bait that's already going in. Yeah, definitely. You know? um, but then also I've had it where you can turn up at a totally different venue, do your own thing mm-hmm. and have the biggest fish in the lake. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, because they're not used to that. Yeah, it's de- something a little bit different. Um, takes them off guard, doesn't it? They're not expecting it. They're like, yeah. hang on a second, that one's safe, but that one isn't because that's going in all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I like your thinking there. definitely makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it really does. depends on the venue. Um, but at the moment, mate, SLK, you know. Yeah, <laughs> doing the job. You I mean. know, we, we used to fish Fusion as mm-hmm. well, which was a great bait. 
Um, triple X. Triple X, CC Moore, still rate that. Bike. Yeah, definitely. Very similar to SLK. Definitely. Very, very similar. Definitely. Um, and what else have we used? Uh, the Pacific, I uh, know, um, what's the Baitcraft? Baitworks stuff. Oh, Baitworks, uh, Atlantic Heat, we're Atlantic smashing heat, up lo loads well. on that. Yeah, definitely. We had the biggest fish in the lake, didn't yeah. we, on that? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> That's another so, story. I want to save that. I want to yeah. save that for the, for, um, yeah, basically just a little teaser. We run and fished a, an, another lake. I'm not going to say what it is now, so I want to tease you guys, and Alex ends up having the biggest fish in the lake. Mm. But we're going to leave that one there, because that's another conversation altogether. So we've, we've, uh, we've asked you the question. You've given us your setup. It's interesting what you've gone with. Um, fair play. I think that would obviously put a lot of fish on the bank throughout the years going forward. Mm. You haven't done much wrong there. I was I was curious to see if you was going to go for like maybe like a lighter setup or if you'd go, oh, maybe I'll stick with like a float rod or something to cover more angles to catch more species of fish. But you've gone with the carp rods and a fair play to you, mate. You know, yeah, the thing I... is that you do love your carp fishing. Yeah, you know, you do. I so do. Um, yeah. for me, that's a hard question and I won't answer it now, but it's a hard question. I don't know what I'd do. But yeah. But anyway, Alex, I want to thank you so much for coming on this today. No problem, Lee. Um, we are going to interview you at some point in time going forward, but I just wanted the guys to hear your voice because they talk a lot about you. Cool. Nice to, uh, nice to chat, mate. Thank you. Top man. Thanks for coming on, buddy. All right, mate. See ya. Well, I just had another run. Unfortunately, it was a bream. Left-hand side rod again. Uh, DNA SLK. So it looks like the bream love it as well. But we're back out again. Time now, 8.34. Still loads of time left to get a big lump out. Well, my left hand rod's just gone again. Um, just had a mirror out, didn't weigh it. Probably went about seven, eight pound maybe. Um, can't believe it, man. That's like, what's that? I think it's like four carp tonight now. Um, was it three? Lost count. Was it three carp, one bream? Alex has got two out, two carp out, is it? Wow, <laughs> I just can't believe it, man, honestly. Uh, SLK, what can I say? I don't know. <laughs> What can I say? Left hand rod. I think what I've learned so far is what me and Alex were talking about this a minute ago, which is the thing definitely to bring up, is we are thinking now that bait scattered around by the rig is not working as well as it is with a pile of bait. Because oh that's sorry, Alex had one, that was it, because he had I hadn't didn't didn't log this, he actually lost one. He had it on and lost it, and yet again that was on a pile of bait, fished over um his rig so what i'm trying to say is is what we're feeling like it's piles of bait with your rig over the top that's working well to catch the fish it still doesn't answer the big fish for you or maybe it does because alex's fish was quite big in all fairness you know on, 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 on a, in a month or two months from now that will go 20 easy um so what i'm thinking when i come in next week so i'm looking like i'm going to come in next week i am going to use the bushwhacker fish the margins on both rods and basically obviously fish over a bit of bait see what that brings it'd be good to experiment that but so far absolutely buzzing can't believe it well my left hand rod is just Just think it's going to be like, like a big carp uh, in the future, but absolutely, absolutely like they're just on it, they really are. Um, I can't remember if I said it already. Alex just he just had a bream as well um, on, on the on the on the uh, the gravel spot to his right in the margin, so it's clearly a better bait that's that's working. And I'm excited for next week to to trial out um, fishing the margins with bait over the top and see if it makes a difference, or is it just a just a one-off thing? I guess we'll never know, really. Right, it's eight minutes past ten. I've just put another fish back. It's not a carp, but a bream. But it just goes to show that SLK in this lake is really working. And on that spot as well. That spot is kicking off completely. If I can, 
next week i'm going to get down here and get on that same spot again and i'm just looking forward to it already absolutely buzzing right i'm going to pack my rods up now and then i'm going to give you my final thoughts well it's the next day now um had time to think about uh, last night and the success that me and alex had um i must say i am completely still buzzing about this trip last night um the best part of it for me was uh, me and alex having a double hookup absolutely amazing as i said the last time that happened was many many years ago and we was talking about it after you know what are the chances of that happening of, of, of us both catching a fish at the same time and the percentage must be really small um and for alex to have as absolute stunner out as well absolute stunner um as you guys have noticed already that, that the picture of this uh, podcast is alex's fish and and the, my fish i had at the same time but if you can see the colors on it absolutely amazing the lovely silver colors on it i'll tell you what i would love to have caught that fish myself and put that in my album for me last night that was definitely the best fish obviously the biggest fish of the night uh, just under 20 pound but for me that was the fish of the night so fair play alex and well done um speaking of alex i hope you guys enjoyed that little segment that i dropped in um it's something i'd like to go forward doing like bringing my friends into it more i did say it before i want to like interview my friends but they drop these little silly little questions and like that to have a little conversation about you know certain topics and stuff um it's, it'd be good to get other people's opinions on on things and that so that's what i'm definitely going to do going forward um what else is, is to say well where does where does this leave me from last night still a bit bamboozled but i think the plan is which i've already mentioned gonna go back next week and fish the margins gonna fish inline leads uh four ounce again which which is what i did today obviously slk gonna fish one if as long as i'm getting the swim i know i don't i know i don't i know i say i don't normally do this is i already say where i'm gonna 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 go but i want to go back there to really see you know how good that swim is so i'm going to fish one on that swim exactly the same and i'm going to fish another marginal swim on the other side of the bank as well going to bushwhacker it out exactly the same setup and see if i can pick any fish up you know like that um it clear clearly the the fish were responding to bigger beds of bait um and you know alex had had his fish on that as well and that you know that was a that was a decent enough fish so it's got to be something that i need to pursue with and you know give that you know a further go which i'm going to do um next week as it stands uh, next week as well i think it's only going to be me alex is actually going on a holiday so it looks like it's just going to be me he actually does come back the day we plan or i plan to go so there's a small chance he might be there so you guys are just gonna to have to wait and see for that one i think another point that's worth adding in as a mental note to myself maybe you guys um this is the next day now as, as i've already said and like we had a we had a, a little bit of snow <laughs> a little bit of sm snow this morning it was definitely freezing cold so that left me thinking as well, did the fish go on the feed last night because they knew this colder weather was coming, this, there was going to be a cold snap? I don't know. It's, I think it's one of these questions that we're never going to be able to answer, but it's definitely worth you know thinking about in your head. You know, it, you know. know. So maybe that was the case. So uh, I am going to leave this podcast here. I hope you really did enjoy it. I know I did, definitely. Um, and if you do go fishing from now until my next podcast, hope you catch some fish, hope you catch a big one, I hope you catch what you're after, uh, and I shall see you guys in my next podcast. Thank you so much for the support, guys.
If you're not done already, guys, you could do me a massive favor and hit me up on Instagram. Just search Quest Fishing Adventures. On there, I'm uploading some photos and some short videos. You can also ask me questions or give me some advice too. That would be absolutely mega. Anyway, take care of yourself, guys, and tight lines, and see you on my next podcast.